This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Steve Mason here with the, my bar- barbershop trio, the Reverend in Fuego, Mitch Glenn Cannon, Mitch Glenn Cannon. Whoa, hey. <laughs> Speaking of that sound, let's just get right into it. Yeah. Before we started the podcast, Glenn was sharing what felt like with an epic story about a fart to the point where I was like, Hey, man, <laughs> we should do this on the podcast. Yeah, fart talk. No, so, we, we always chat every morning yes. when we come in, and sometimes that banter, you know, but yeah, Steve literally was like, wait, stop. Can we do this on the cast? <laughs> you know, so um, I was filling in Steve and Rev earlier. I, I met this, um, earlier last week, I met this really nice guy and his daughter. They're out here vacationing from Minnesota, actually, from Duluth, Minnesota. It's um, like a weird and decent proposal story. Nah, you know, right? But no. Okay, but kind of in a weird yeah. way. But yeah, so Frank is an older guy. He's not in the best health, but he's this sweet guy, really cool guy. And a long story short, they had some trouble with their rental car situation. And Frank was like, How do we just get you? So they kind of hired me to be their personal driver. And I've been driving them. I drove them all weekend. And they're, mm-hmm. they're really nice. They're really cool. I'm actually really enjoying it. And they're really taking care of me financially. So it's it's been neat. So, um, his daughter Taylor had a friend of hers named Ashley fly out, and they kind of had a long weekend, and they ran around the city together and partied. I took them to Folk Life, and nice. I, oh yeah, yeah, man! Um, I got a, a big shout out to Billy at Mary Mart. Yeah, they yeah. Uh, of course being from Minnesota, they're like take us to pot shops. Oh my god! Right, and I'm like, man, you know, I'm, I'm friends with the manager of one of the biggest ones in the Pacific Northwest. Would you guys like? So we literally made. I it, know a guy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we made a day trip to Tacoma. No and, way. And I took him. I took a bunch of pictures of them right. at Mary Mart. Billy called ahead, talked to one of the managers down there, Joel. Um, uh, talked with a bunch of other staff down there. They just treated us like gold. The girls, of course, were blown away. Yeah, I mean, that's not like just going to a pot shop. That's getting, yeah. A, it's like the Costco of pot shops, and B, <laughs> they're all super cool. So the fact that you're like treated like a VIP, a very important pot smoker. Oh, there you oh, go. Oh, man, yeah, yes. you know. Uh, it was So that was Billy. I want a big, big shout-out to Mary Billy. Mart and Billy. Family affair, m- much love. That was beyond cool. Mary Mart, 6th um, Ave in Tacoma. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's right. It's hard to miss, man. <laughs> it really it, is. It really it's is. the really cool place by the <laughs> Yeah. Across the street from Taco Time. <laughs> that's right, man. Or so, Taco uh, Mar, one of those. It's Taco Time. Taco Time. Anyway, yeah, anytime. It, it, was, it was one of these nights. Um, I had picked up uh, Ashley and Taylor downtown. It's like 1.30 in the morning. They were both lit. They'd been out to dance clubs, so they're having a good time. So I was taking them home, <laughs> and they said, hey, can we swing in the Chup and get one more shot? Chupacabra down on oh. High Beach. Love that oh, place. Yeah. Yeah. Love that place. And I'm like, absolutely. So we popped in the Chup. Of course, I'm driving, so I'm, I'm not drinking, but mm. we're all just standing at the bar having just a shot. Out. Yeah. So we're leaning against the bar. The place is pretty well empty. It's getting on two o'clock, and behind me, I've got, I'm leaning against the bar. My back is to 
this little heavy set girl, and then these two bigger guys with, with big beards and whatnot. Big and bushy beards. I keep keep hearing this, man. You stink. You stink. You stink. And I keep hearing it again and again. And I'm I'm sure they're talking to each other, right? Sure, of course. Why and, would they talk to anyone right. else? Like and that? finally, Taylor kind of tugs on my shirt and gives me this look like they're they're talking, they're you. talking to you. So I turned around and I'm now looking at these guys. I'm like, "Hey, man!" The guys, like, "Dude, you stink!" Like, kind of in an assertive. Yeah. And I was like, "Um, you know, what the f are you talking about, man?" And I kind of went into direct mode too, not yeah. mean, but like, okay, if explain yourself. If this right. is what's going on, um, I know there's two of you, and I'm I'm one person, but uh, I, but immediately I'm like, "Hey, man, uh, you know, what are you what are you talking about?" And he's like. Uh, can I say busted ass? Yes. Yeah. Okay. So you he's like, did. dude, man, you blow out. You might have then went ah, and then beat. So, <laughs> so he's like, dude, man, you busted ass. I'm like, no, man, I really didn't. I'm like, if I had, I would own it. I would. And the little girl that's closest to me, this little weird little rotund job of the hut esque female, she's like, no, it was you. It had to be you. And I'm like, no, it really wasn't me. I'm like, bro, straight up. If that was me, I'd own it. And honestly, I'm the kind of guy I would have walked away from the bar, like to the bathroom or something. I, I wouldn't just crop dust y'all. I wouldn't do that. So as I'm explaining myself, kind of assertively, you begin to see the vibe of these two guys change as the girls on and on. It had to be you. It had to be you. As everyone did the math and realized. It was It was the little fat girl. It was her. Yeah, she was trying to bring it up to the camera. Yeah, man. Oh, she was trying to just pass the buck. She was trying to say, because I was right beside her. You were the dog, She was trying to say it was me. Yeah, and I'm like, nah, it wasn't me, guys. Like, straight up. I'd own it. I'd be yep. apologizing to you right now. Talk right? to your friend who just you ate know. three burritos. Yeah, and she's like, oh, it had to be you. It had to be you. By this point, they were no longer kind of being uncool to me. They were kind of giving me the nod like, we know. oh, my God, sorry, bro. <laughs> wow. And yeah, like yeah. Uh, a second later, the girls had had their shot. And as we were walking out of the bar, the little round gelatinous girl was just sitting there kind of quietly. And the two dudes were straight up slapping the bar, laughing. Like oh, just they were not letting her they weren't letting they her were go. Cracking up, man. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. So that that's how that I only got halfway through that story. I hope it wasn't anticlimactic. <laughs> no, dude, that's no, awesome. It's yeah, perfect. Because they started out being kind of it was kind of aggressive. Well, yeah, because so you had I, just farted dude. on some poor girl. Yeah, how right foul there. was her smart? Uh, her how foul was her fart? I will tell you honestly. <laughs> smell fart. I never even smelled it. I said that too. I'm like, guys, I don't even smell it. I don't even smell what you're talking about. And they're like, how oh, can you not smell that? And I'm like, I don't smell I'm not it. Sitting next to the large girl. But yeah, you. yeah. Um, <laughs> you know, yeah. So that that's that's how that went down, man. Oh, like, man. I, I think she turned to them and went, "Oh my god, that guy just farted. It's terrible." And yeah, then, because she probably tried to squeak it out, thinking it was safe. I've been there before. Me too. And then you realize it is a horrible, horrifying mistake. Mm-hmm. And what are you going to do? I mean, like blame I, it on someone else. Yeah, I will usually own it, or I'll start laughing. I can't hide it. Yeah, like there's been plenty of times where I farted in the freezer aisle, and uh, much to my wife's horrifying <laughs> gaze upon me, and then we just like, well, we got to go. And uh, she's like, why? It's because the person who is about to uh, walk into this aisle yeah. is going to have a really bad day. I've unleashed a chemical weapon here in aisle three. We yeah, need to get time to go. Dude, that time was me at Nordstrom's. We went to went shopping <laughs> over the weekend. My wife was like, to finally get to like celebrate just her and I for her birthday. So I'm like, I, I didn't get her a gift because I'm like, I don't know exactly what you want. You haven't really given me any hints. Why don't we just go shopping and pick out some things and we'll just buy it and make it easy. She's like, yeah, perfect. We're going to Nordstrom. What I like to do when we go shopping is either, A, I'm playing on my phone the whole time because I mm-hmm. hate shopping. I'm I just, that. I'm I just hate that. it. But I know she likes it, and 
I could just play on my phone while she's looking at stuff. Does this look nice? Yeah, it looks nice. Okay, back to my phone, checking Facebook, Twitter, whatever it may be. But I also like knowing when I think we're done in a section, if I've been holding a fart, I let it free. Because yeah. I'm like, we're going to be walking. There's no chance of her picking up on it. Crop duster. Right. So we do it in the jeans section, but then she sees a white pair of jeans. And she, I didn't know she was going to do that. So now all of a sudden oh. we stop. She and loops around and walks back into it. And, bro, it is Foul. Honey, so she's like, these white Steven. jeans are turning brown. Right. She's like, they're not even on anyone. They're turning brown. This fecal matters in the air. So she's like, was that you? And it wasn't like a Steven, yeah. silly, ha-ha. <laughs> yeah, it was me. Or a, uh-huh, no, it wasn't me. So I'm just like, crap, deny, deny, deny. Yeah, like, like no. because like, yeah, you doesn't fit. You see that fat kid run by? Right. I think he's sore himself. Yeah. And it was so bad, it was uncharacteristically bad. <laughs> Or even me. So I'm Dude, like, you didn't say, honey, I thought it was you. I wasn't going to say anything. <laughs> you didn't go there? I don't think no. the joking look was in her no, eyes. No, you got to play point. some mind games, man. <laughs> so it's so foul. And I'm like, no, I would never. That's awful. And she's like, it's so foul. And then at that moment, a Nordstrom's employee comes over. Do you guys need any help? And I'm like, God damn it. Even though I'm denying it, I know that everyone's, oh, it's got to be the one guy in this and women's you section. And you didn't react with horrifying disgust at it. You were just like, oh, no, that wasn't me when other people bring it up. Yeah, You're dude. trying to play sly, and it there, did not work. There's no, I mean, my, I think my <laughs> wife bought it, because typically I will own up to it, well, you but just I didn't want to. Like, honey, I, I didn't. I didn't. I swear I, I didn't. But obviously the woman that's working at Nordstrom's walked over, smelt it, looked at the large guy. And it was like, of course it's him. It's See, not the dainty little wife that he has. The third party thing reminds me of when, when I worked at Best Buy on East Colonial Boulevard in Orlando, Florida. Okay. The, these were dark days. <laughs> How long ago was that? Yeah, right? That You've been was, here like 20 years. That was 20 years ago. I didn't even know Best Buy was around for oh, 20 years. sure, man. Blue shirt and khaki pants is strong. Nice. Hot. But uh, yeah, yeah, it was actually uncharacteristically hot in Orlando. Um, those were dark days, man. Like I didn't have a bed for a long time when I lived there. So I slept on the floor. There were five guys living in a two bedroom apartment. Okay. I wasn't, I wasn't the only one without a bed. Jim Krieger didn't have a bed. I don't think Brian Muir had a bed. I know I didn't have a bed for a long time. I slept on the damn floor. I remember being so broke. Occasionally I would grab like choice cigarette butts up off the ground. So I'd have oh, like half man. a smoke. I mean, <laughs> I was broke, Jeez, dude. Man. These were dark days. Okay. That was, I ended up hospitalized when I was living there for malnutrition. Okay, that's seriously. Yeah, I started, I started getting these migraines, these per- terrible migraines where like I'd lose my equilibrium and I'd go kind of blind. And it was, uh, I was so malnutrition that the blood vessels to my brain were constricting. Were you not buying the freaking ramen noodles like all Dude. of us broke Yeah, people? right? I was living on Jack Daniels, Corona, and Taco Bell. Yeah, <laughs> okay, that's fair trade That's because uh, twenty years none ago, of the four, yeah. five major food groups. You, you there. could get a seven layer burrito for like a dollar nine. Uh-huh. You know, so yeah. I was like, that'll work. So seven layer burrito a day it keeps the doctor uh, on uh, call. Apparently, there you go. But anyway, I'm, I'm prefacing all this with these are dark days because I, I began to experiment and out of my own misery on the people that would shop at the store, and one of my favorite ways to do so. Was basically to pass gas. Yeah. So the third party fart is what I call it. And this is when I would be helping a husband and wife couple looking. I worked in pro audio. So I was looking at uh, surround sound systems with them. And one of my favorite things to do would be to let a, uh, a fart squeak out and roll up. 
And as I'm talking, like, yeah, you know, so you got to understand the rear channel is really only one channel. You're not going to get left and right separation. <laughs> but in the front, you're going to have the center channel, which is mostly all your voice and stuff like that. And then, you know, the left and right do the heavy lifting. And, you know, and that was the early surround systems were like that. They didn't have discrete rear channel. And, mm-hmm. and so I'm giving all these details. And when that fart would come up, what I'd do is quickly dart my eyes in the direction of the husband and stop talking. And then break the gaze and start talking again. Thus, lay blame. Instantly blaming him for the fart. And it was magnificent because these women, as I'm talking, they know their husbands. You'd they see don't him know shoot you. him a look, and yeah. he's looking at her like, what the hell did I do? And I'm like, anyway, you know, the Sony's a little less, but it's still a great receiver. I wouldn't even yeah, pause, yeah. but I would just place it on. And you know, you know, when they walked away, she's like, that's disgusting. That man was so nice. That young man was being so sweet to us. And you had to crack corn and it rolled up on us. That kid has to go crack brush. Corn. He's going to brush his teeth now. What the hell? And I knew it. So that I would do that to entertain myself. I would also do, there was entertains a, me, man. There was a lot of uh, times when, uh, this isn't fart based, but when I would get people that spoke no English, mm-hmm. that was fine. But I would like to slip in weird stuff as I was giving my presentations, like foul. Please give me an example. Foul or descriptive, like uh, you know the thing about this. So the rear channel could be humping your leg, or it could just be discreet. It could be a left and right separation. And I would throw stuff like that in there. I mean, you got to be careful not to say anything obvious, like a foul word, right? Yeah. Because they'd be like, "What that guy just said? He, right. he said f my mother in the middle of that." So you had to keep it. And I don't think real, this speakers does that. <laughs> real low key, like you know, the the techniques are pretty good. Two fingers in the box, and what you want to do is, and so I would just slip that in there, and it was great because you'd see it going, you know, kind of right over there. Like, uh huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. Again, these were dark days, and I had to entertain myself. The one time it backfired on me. Days are over. <laughs> wow, nice. <laughs> they are dark days are over. Sorry. So, <laughs> It, at Best Buy, I didn't mean to go on story time. No, it's great. That's this what this is, podcast yeah. is. So at Best Buy, Pro Audio was in the back, mm-hmm. and then all your checkouts were in the front, and then the whole middle of the store was what they called media, and that mm-hmm. was all your CDs, mm-hmm. all that, right? All Computer the, games, yeah, all right. The crap. It's media. So walk-up items. If someone wanted to buy, I'm dating myself, but like a compact disc player or right. something like that. <laughs> yep. You know, this is long before the iPod, man. Um, actually, put it. In, I hadn't even bought my first CD player yet. Because I, I was, dude. I was still one of those tapes don't skip guys. Yeah, you know, twenty years ago, that was a valid argument. It, you're not wrong. You're <laughs> okay. not wrong. All right, they so, still don't skip. That's because right. You don't have a tape player anywhere. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> so, uh, what I used to like to do is uh, in media, the overstock, oddly enough, was under the bin. So let's say you're digging through looking for a Tom Petty disc, and it's oh, not yes. on top. Yep. You mm-hmm. kneel or squat down, and you look through the lower bins. Still that at record stores. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. You, you look at the understock to find your record. So what I would do if I was cruising through media is I would pace myself so that I could fart directly on people's heads. Who are squatting yeah. down? See, that's my media, and that's my freezer section thing because the <laughs> fact that every, what does everybody do when they're looking at the freezer section? They just stand there and stare at what's inside. Yep. Then they'll open the door and they'll stare longer. Right. So this is I'm true, and so I I'm getting those people who just dwell. You're hooking them up, man. Oh yeah, I'm giving Actually, them all. You're the defrosting smells. the windows for them just a little bit, which I think is really courteous. <laughs> and how? 
<laughs> there was a, this was the, the day it backfired, and then I'll get off this ridiculous topic. This is great. I <laughs> saw a guy squatting down in media, and I was like, perfect. Problem is, I didn't have to fart. So I slowed my pace yeah, and, and started pushing. Going. Did you push your stomach a couple times? Uh, I do that. Not, not physically. I did it mostly good. with my ad, and I kind of started pushing and working. I went, oh, 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 okay. And then I quickened pace, and I was pushing pretty hard, and then I slowed down a bit because it wasn't time. And I'm trying to time this so I can fart right on his head. And. Sure enough, I got it lined up, and as I'm walking by him, now I'm almost speed walking so I can get this time correctly. And when I went by, I cocked my ass just a little bit to the right towards his head, which is was was I did. But because I was pushing so hard, I went, Bap! It made this big, loud sound. I was waiting to hear you turn into a lumberjack Dude, or something. no, just, Bap! you know, this big, loud blapper. And so I, I kept walking. I know with terror in my eyes, I heard this, hey! <laughs> so... <laughs> <laughs> I stopped dead in my tracks, and and I'm I'm like, gee, I'm gonna get fired today. I'm about to get fired. Gonna get They're gonna fired take me to a manager. Head, man. They're gonna take me. I'm gonna have to explain all this. And I turned around and I looked at this guy, and we're probably eight feet apart because man, I was trucking. Oh, that's so awesome. And he's like. You did that on purpose. Like, on my head. He yelled that, and I was like, "No, sir, please. I, I was. I've been sick. I've been real sick. I, 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 I wouldn't do that. I would never. I'm so sorry, sir." As I'm kind of walking backwards, just prattling on yeah. nervously, like I kept saying, "I've been sick. I've been sick." And then I turned around and I continued to the register, and I, I, I guess he let it go. But I like. I dropped it off, and then I went clear through, like, where they sell the fridges and stuff. Scenic route. Oh, dude, back to my dude, department. You're so lucky. And I was just waiting for the page, like, Glenn, report to the manager's bridge. You know, that guy was going to be there fuming mad, because like, you know, my, my ass was, like, six inches from his head. I can picture you walking into an office and sitting at the other chair, because there's always at a desk. There's the boss, mm-hmm. there's the desk, and then there's two chairs. At the other de- chair is that guy, yeah. just, like, legs folded over, just twiddling his thumb, like, this is the guy. Yes, this is the guy. Yeah, he farted on my head. He did let, it on purpose. Let me smell his ass. I can tell you it's definitely yeah, him. I'm telling you, he yelled, went, hey! And I was like, oh, no. Oh, no. Could you, imagine, oh, no. could you imagine if Yelp existed back then, and you go to the Yelp oh, of a Best man. Buy in Florida? Like, everything was cool until I started looking for this Beastie Boys record in the understock, overstock part, and one of their employees walked by and just busted ass on me. <laughs> the pro audio manager farted on my head. Yes. Dude, one more just good, checking the base. good uh, rectal base. Based Best Buy story, which <laughs> I think on. would be oh, there. Wait, wait, uh-oh. wait, Steve. Okay, all hey, right. there's Not the bad. Bla- dude. That sounded like bra- I just bra- cracked. Bra- that was like I cracked a knuckle. Sounded like you ripped butt. his jeans a little bit. Bra- 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 uh, I got <laughs> one of those. Uh, I was up by the manager's bridge. Um, I like that you refer to it like it's, I'm picturing like Star Trek, <laughs> dude. That's what they called it, which I always thought was funny. It's like, dude, it's a counter. That's, <laughs> that's a manager's bridge. Well, you, you tell yourself what you need to, buddy. <laughs> You know, yeah, an inchworm's nine inches long. You you tell yourself what you need. Tell, you tell the lies that need telling, bro. Anyway, there I was at the <laughs> manager's bridge. And I remember the guy. He was a cool guy, actually. His name was Matt. And he said, hey, man, listen. Uh, <laughs> Best Buy. 2172, 72 I'd approached the manager's bridge and was speaking with Matt. My blue shirt was freshly pressed. My khakis fresh. I approached. Matt said, Glenn. There's an issue in the ladies' room. Would you please take care of that for me? I, of course, said yes and proceeded to the ladies' room. At first, I was unable to diagnose any immediate mess. I saw no problem. I was alone on this away mission. (laughs) (laughs) Having beamed into the ladies' room, I then began to look in each stall. I walked into the fourth stall and found that there was excrement all over the floor and all over the seat of the toilet. 
That was awesome. <laughs> what was even more amazing was that someone had taken the excrement and written the word shift on the inside of the stall wall using shift. Just in case you were wondering what it was. <clears throat> Poo. It was not pudding. Yeah, no. it was not put dirt, no mud. So they had pooed on Nutella. the toilet seat and on the floor, not on the toilet, but on the. It was this was the ladies' room again, the ladies' room. They had pooed on the toilet seat and onto the the floor, and then they had taken some of the poo and wrote in the s written the s word rather large on the wall. So I looked at that. I walked back out, found Matt, and went. Nope. Hey man, nah, not today. I'm not cleaning that up. <laughs> and he I'm went, not doing it. He went, oh dude, really? Can you do me a favor? I went, Matt. I'm, no. I'm not cleaning that up, it's man. It's not happening. He said, Glenn, we need that cleaned up. I said, I understand that, <laughs> but I'm not doing it. And if you need Don't to- Don't you have an FNG <laughs> or something? Yeah, dude, I straight up was like, if you need to, you can fire me. I'm not doing that. <laughs> this is the hill I will die on. <laughs> yeah, like, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't- My dog days aren't over, but yeah, I ain't no. cleaning that. But it was very dispassionate. Like, I didn't get worked up. I was like, right? yeah. I was like, dude- I'm not cleaning that. You can fire me if you need to. That's the one. I'm thing. not cleaning that up. When somebody <laughs> I walked away, bro. When someone's coming up to you and they're not freaking out, when they're freaking out, maybe you can calm them down, <laughs> yeah, talk a little right? sense. Yeah. But when they're already calm, totally calm, yeah. and they're just like, no. <laughs> and his like his mouth was hanging open. Like he was like, dude, no, seriously, we need that cleaned up. I'm like, no, yeah, no, Matt, no. seriously, you can fire me. I'm not. Yeah. I'm not cleaning that it's up. Not bro. happening. And his jaw just fell open. Like I can't believe. Like. Cannon's not kidding. And I'm like, nah, bro. There's nothing you can say at this moment that is going <laughs> yeah. to have me do that. I'll be in my department. You can get my pink slip ready, dude. In the meantime, I'm going to go fart on some unknowing, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I will fart on someone's head. Some home stereo shoppers. I will not clean up the poo. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yeah, so there's uh, there's some stories from Orlando where I did end up hospitalized as a result of malnutrition uh, due to vascular headaches. A lack of ramen <laughs> noodles, clearly. Yeah. <laughs> and doo-doo headaches, yes. Yeah, man. It's funny you bring up, like, I'm jokingly playing this dog days are over thing. It's Was that Amy Winehouse? Uh, Florence and the Machine, but yeah. that, oddly enough, because I was just it trying to find a hook, her. was uh, Jenna Irene sings Dog Days Are Over by Florence and the Machine. It's from like American Idol. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. I knew it was okay. one of those ones. I just like how it says, the, the, the description. Jen Irene did a great job on Florence and the Machine's Dog Days Are Over. Keith Urban said that it was like a jockey riding a horse. Do you think it has... What? Let's listen. It's like a really small, underweight guy on a large, powerful animal. Run, Seabiscuit, run. <laughs> yeah! That's pretty good. Spider-Man was in that Seabiscuit movie. Wasn't the deal like the jockey had glaucoma and he was blind and the horse had to do all the steering or something? I just knew that the horse won a lot and that's why it, or at least won Toby once. Tobey Maguire was in the Seabiscuit movie. He played the jockey. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and it was something like he had, he was blind or something. And so mm. he had to trust the horse. And I'm not going to watch a horse racing movie. I'll be Yeah, I had zero interest in watching that movie. The only movie I want to do with a horse in it is The Lone Ranger. Let's see what, uh, this is uh, Keith Urban. Hot take. I gotta say, Simon, that was a, a great song choice, man. That was so good for her. Thank you. But you're like a jockey riding a Kentucky Derby winner, and you took it home, baby. Oh, okay. Fantastic. Oh. So, yeah, it's definitely a good thing on that really one. Good job. It sounded really good. Good start. You're like a farmer on a backhoe with a big thing of red man plucking his jaw. I'm just telling you. I, well, and I've got the weirdest boner right now. <laughs> <laughs> Think about horses. I'm gonna be rubbing out to that for the next week, hon. We pick up them coins? All right. So a lot of times on the... Wait, was that Kobe Teeth? That was uh, Keith, Keith Urban. Urban. Oh, right. Yeah. Okay. Which is great because he sings country songs and last name is Urban. <laughs> Just going to throw that out there. <laughs> well, would you want him to be Keithy Country? Well, yeah, maybe. 
Or maybe Keith Rural. <laughs> Keith Rural, I think, Keith would Rural. be better. I yeah. mean, come on, it's what a little more on point. Rural. MC Urban makes sense. Uh, yeah, Keith Rural. Like a I Mick think. Urban with cheese. Yeah. Since when is Mick Urban like, is back? It's not like Bobby Hasher if you're going to sing rock. It's Keith Urban. Keith, Keith Sounds like Urban. he should be, you know. He could be a hip hop artist. He should be. Yeah. He should be, or like a DJ or something, like Snoop Doggy Dog and Moo Cow E Cow. You know, City Mouse, City Mouse, Country Mouse, <laughs> Moo Cow E Cow, Snoop Doggy Dog. He's a little bit country, <laughs> you know. I came across this audio clip this morning. Uh, of all things, I was just watching random comedy clips. Sometimes it puts me in a good mood. I came across some Bill Hicks stuff. Nice, uh, Bill. Is I love tr- Bill. He's a prophet. Bill was one of those guys I never fully understood when I was younger. You know what I mean? Like his humor didn't, I didn't, it didn't catch me when I was younger. It's like hate comedy. Yeah. And it was the funny thing is like, I remember when I was like, obviously I was a huge Mitch Hedberg fan. He was a friend back in the day and unfortunately no longer with us. And a lot of people are like, oh, if you like Mitch, you're going to love Bill Hicks. And I'm like, ah, that's a stretch. I agree. That's a stretch. So at first I was like, this is nothing like Mitch Hedberg. I don't get it. Even when I was a kid, I'm like, I don't really understand what the hell, why people like Bill Hicks. Yeah, Hicks just took pot shot after pot shot at mass media and society, understanding that his audience was also society. Yeah. So occasionally he would just start screaming at his audience. Yeah. They loved him in Europe, but over here we're a little further behind the curve. It um, took a minute for me to fully. It took a minute for people to wrap their heads around old Mr. Hicks. But the older and more angry of about everyone in the world that I become. You're not there salty you enough. Yeah, I <laughs> you think I get more the, salty. Yeah, yeah, the more negative in life I've become, the more I find great... Humor. I just had to be cured a little bit longer. Life had to kick your ass a bit before you could appreciate (laughs) Bill. I had to come more face to face with my own issues, and then all of a sudden, Bill Hicks makes more sense. So I came across this clip, and I got a great chuckle out of it because it's it's summertime, just around the corner, and people are going to go on summer vacations. And uh, Bill, back in 1990, he had a funny little clip that I came across that uh, is him talking about stressful summer family vacations in the car. Which I could definitely relate to, and I would imagine you guys could too. So here, let's just check it out. Bill Hicks from back in the day, talking about vacations. Oh, boy. Remember summer vacations with your folks? Did anybody get the concept behind that? We did not get along together in a five-bedroom house. (laughs) Dad's idea was to put all of us in a car and drive through the desert in the hottest time of the year. Good call, Dad. Let's confront our tensions. Remember that? Stressful. They weren't fun. You weren't vacating. It wasn't leisure. We're going to get up at 2 a.m. I won't be on the road by 2.05. <laughs> we don't have time to stop at restrooms. We're passing Dixie Cups around the car. We're going to drive for 14-hour stretches in no direction whatsoever. The sun will always be shining through your window, Bill. Figure that out. <laughs> I have seen the sun take turns with our car before to beam through my window. I'm in the back seat like an ant under a magnifying glass. (laughs) Dad, turn the air conditioning on, please. Nope, it eats up gas. Then, Dad, you take my college money and you turn that damn AC. (laughs) (laughs) So I'm listening to that. I'm like, gosh, I bet people have stories. About and Glenn's already looking at me like, oh yes, hundred percent yes. So just kind of set the framework. I, I went on Reddit and uh, just typed in family vacations Reddit, and this was the subject. If someone asked this question, I thought it was hilarious. What weird s went down on your family vacation? Mm. And somebody wrote, "We found a dead serial killer who committed suicide near the beach. 
Nobody has been able to one-up me on that one yet. Jeez, no, that's done. That's awesome. <laughs> that's awesome. That's well, incredible. I mean, I mean yeah, How'd not... they know he was a serial killer? They found out later? I, I guess, guess so, so yeah. yeah. Another person says, my stepdad spent the entirety of our week-long, very expensive family vacation sexting my aunt. As soon as we got back home, oh, oh, she, man. she busted his ass with screenshots of all the nasty S that, she, that he sent her. Mom kicked him out that night. We determined to redo that vacation now. Yeah. Dude, It wow. kind of puts a, kind of a stinker on the end of that one. Bummer for the kids. Another person, my baby brother went missing for a couple of hours. Whoops. My mom went hysterical and thought he got snatched by some diddler. Kid was just hiding behind a freaking vending machine at the hotel. <laughs> Kids suck. <laughs> yeah, they do. That's why I don't have any. Right. So do you guys have any summer vacation stories? I, I remember we went, it was, God, I was little. So I mean, probably like four or five right around that age. And we went to Disneyland and Universal Studios, which was awesome. Uh, I always wanted to go to Disneyland, Disney World because I was in New York. Mm-hmm. And I begged. Would beg my parents, please, please, and they would always say, "If you do this, you get." And I would do everything that they said. They lied. No, the closest we got, we went to Hershey's Town in Hershey, Pennsylvania. I remember Hershey Park. Yeah, Hershey Park a bunch of times. Hershey Park is awesome. No, but it's not Disney World. World. There's no Epcot Center at Disney Hershey Park. Epcot Center's (laughs) lame. It's a giant golf ball. It looks cool. I don't know. I can't (laughs) confirm or deny it. I've never been. So we ended up going, and it was fun. That that whole part was great. Then we ended up coming back uh, through uh, Sacramento. Sacramento's a pit. Sorry, anybody who lives in Sacramento. It sucks. Um, But it was during the 4th of July. And so we stayed with my cousins and my uncle and aunt. And they, and it was, we ended up shooting off fireworks and stuff. And of course, right next to the, uh, the, the house is a giant field that it hasn't been, you know, mowed or tended to in any sort of time. And since it was so hot and so dry, it was all just, well, kindling. And we set fire to the entire field. Nice. Yeah. Fire department had to be called all that fun stuff. And that was really kind of the worst thing. We didn't go on many road trips. Oh, we used to, my, my family used to, I remember the yellow Pinto station wagon, <laughs> and they used to fold the back seat down, and my sister and I had kind uh-huh. of sort of a bed area back there, and I, I have been drug out the back of a Pinto and beaten physically <laughs> more times. My dad? Oh, God, yes. God, yes. <laughs> what the hell are you doing back he there? Pull, and that's the thing. Nowadays, people would call like Child Protective Services. Back then, people were like, that just kid's routine. probably an a-hole. <laughs> you, I'm talking by the side of the freeway, cars going by, my father just beating the... <laughs> what did you do? I was an a-hole, man. Oh, I, mean, kids, I was yeah, a so. kid. But I, I remember specifically one time, my sister and I got into it, the Pinto pulled over, oh God, it's going down. Dad got out, so I began to crawl forward into the front. Trying to get away. Man, you talk about some cold-hearted ass. My mom just sat there, she fixed her gaze dead forward. My sister had already been drugged out of the vehicle, and I could hear the beating commencing. And I was like, I got to get away from this, man. So I'm trying to crawl up front. My mom kept putting her hand on my forehead, <laughs> so I couldn't crawl to the front, you know? Not and today, I, Glenn. And I'm like, Not please today. help me! You know? And my dad, I can hear my sister just getting it. And then finally, my dad's got a hold of my damn ankles, and he's trying to pull me out. And I've got a hold of the front bucket seats, and I'm holding on for dear life. I shouldn't be laughing. Help me, please, help me, please. And my mom, just so cold, man, she kept her eyes fixed straight ahead. She wouldn't look at me. She would plink those little fingies off right right off of the thing. Yeah, dad drug me out the back of the pinto and just beat the hell out of me, then chucked me back inside like a sack of potatoes. 
I don't know what my sister and I were doing, but it was enough. My dad's a patient, loving man. We obviously had pushed him you to the brink him. of vacations. Yeah. They push everyone to the right. When he's like, I'm going to beat my kids by the side of the road because that's perfectly reasonable. You know. It was perfectly reasonable. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, 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 if anything, sorry, Dad. <laughs> you know, man. And it's like one of those things also where you're like, yeah, this should probably change the child to be like, hey, maybe you shouldn't do this. No. I mean, it's like a sibling thing. Siblings are always going to fight. Siblings are always going to yep. do horrifying things to each other, and they're never going to shut up, yep. and they're going to drive their parents absolutely 100% insane. Yeah, I think we would go to Ocean City from Cumberland. It's about a five and a half, six hour drive. And okay. that's uh, probably by hour three, somewhere around D.C., six Baltimore. Six hours of pure hell. Uh, me and my sister were, were being beaten. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, it's funny. And we earned it. And I have no problem with this, and I recommend beating your children. That's all I've got to say. <laughs> I'm a beaten child. I love my parents. I earned it. I still feel like I owe them an apology. I should be sending them baked goods daily. <laughs> yes. Right on the key. Dude, what is it about going to Maryland that causes issues? Because one of the ones I remember, <laughs> we were going to visit some family in Maryland, and uh, actually the person, uh, Aunt Siri, mm-hmm. who's been a recurring character. Who's Did now she retired. have answers for a lot of questions? She did. She was the best. Okay. <laughs> That's great. So we're going to visit her and her family. And I remember my brother, my parents are like, well, let's get some pizza. We'll bring it there. So we get close. We get a box of pizza. And so we're driving. And my dad, the only rule he said, do not open that pizza. You're not eating that pizza. But he put the pizza in between my brother and I. Yeah, like that's going to happen. So it's torture. You smell on this pizza. I was like, hey, Pookie, don't do that cocaine. (laughs) Right. Right. I'm like scratching. Just be calling me. Can I have a little bit of that cocaine? (laughs) I just want something I got the itch. So I'm trying to be good. My brother's looking at my brother and my dad would go to war all the time. My brother was, my brother just kind of gave me that look like, F it. What's he going to do? He's driving. He's going to find out. He's driving. So my brother grabs a slice out of there and just starts eating it. And my dad sees in the rearview mirror, Greg, what the hell are you doing? Starts cursing. He's mad. I told you you had one simple rule. And I'm like, gosh, do I try and sneak up a slice myself? And at that point, I'm thinking, okay, well, this is as far as the negative stuff that's going to go on. My brother, who's got a very bad temper at the time when he was a kid, not anymore. He's the Navy beat the temper out of him. I'm not, <laughs> Speaking I'm not of kidding. <laughs> like, legit. If anyone ever wants to question military, I'm like, no. Military is the greatest thing that ever happened for my family. It, it taught my brother how to just be cool and calm, oddly enough, because he just had an awful temper. And he'd be the first to admit it, too. And all of a sudden, my brother thinks it's a great idea just to throw the damn pizza at my dad in the back of his head. No! Like the whole pizza or just the slice? The slice. Okay, who? The slice that he was eating, he just sucks it, smacks my dad that in the back of the head. That is way over the... My father would have beaten First off, it's hell pizza, out of it's me It's pizza that. disrespect. Yeah. And then it's disrespect for the father. That's crazy. That's disrespect just, for the car. That's yeah. crossing that's, several lines, that's like, dude. Yeah, the that's three Cadillac. at least. Yeah, that's, a, that's three lines. Or we lines. call it the Dadalac. <laughs> yeah, it is. <laughs> <laughs> well, Dad pulls the Dadalac over, and Dad-a-lack, that's just saying, Dad-a-lack, my brother and him have Dad-a-lack. some odd moments outside of the car, and no more pizza was eaten after that. Yeah, go figure. Dude. The, the one for me, we went to some kind of water park, and at the time, I was younger, and we were doing like bumper boats or something, and you had to climb into it. Well, I slip. I fall and land in the water. Granted, it's not very deep, but I'm a kid. I'm spazzing the F. Oh, my God, my God, I drown. When my mom, when she gets nervous, she laughs. My dad, when he sees his son doing something stupid, he laughs. Oh, no. So So you're drowning and they're laughing. My mom is laughing because she's terrified. And she's trying to figure out how to do it. But, like, when she gets nervous, she laughs. My dad, on the other hand, is realizing that if he just puts his feet down, he's going to be fine. 
maybe it's going to get up to his chin, but he's not going to die. So I'm freaking out. I finally get out. And then the rest of the night, I'm just mad. Because they laughed at you. Right. And they're yeah. like, what's the problem? I'm like, you guys were going to let me die. You're going to let me die. And my dad finally just snaps. He's like, no one's going to let you die. You just look stupid. And it was funny. <laughs> <laughs> How'd that make you feel? You think I'm stupid? <laughs> yep. Yes. Oh, son, we're pretty sure you're retarded. <laughs> now shut up and eat your pizza. <laughs> eat your pizza. <laughs> oh, memories. Oh yeah, man. When I think back about it, you know, I'm sure my parents were like, "He's either brilliant or retarded." Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Just thinking about he does all, a lot of retarded stuff. Like all, the, <laughs> like all of the the things, like all the road trip stories. It wasn't me being a dumbass. I, like it was my stepdad being an idiot. Like trying <laughs> to drive like on stepdad. Well, yeah. We had like I remember going camping once and we had a Chevy Cavalier, which is not necessarily an off roading vehicle. But we went out into the Thule's and uh, there was a a pretty sizable mud puddle and it was raining a little <laughs> bit. The car stuck. He did. Oh, he was like, we can know. get through this. And guess what? We did not get through it. We had to camp right there. And fortunately, <laughs> when you had a camp where you got the we, car Yeah, there's nowhere else to go. We had all of this stuff. Luckily, there was a small clearing. So our car on this trail in the backwoods of wherever so Washington. You can see the roof of the car. It wasn't that they're bad. They're camping next to it. <laughs> but it was like... Like front end in there, and then it was just like the weight of it was just making all the mud worse. It was deep. We were stuck. I love it. He's like, "F it, we're yeah. in the woods. Let's camp." Yeah, and it's, it's all we could do. We were stuck there. Fortunately, because they we had no idea what to do. We were like miles. We solve this problem tomorrow. Yeah, it's the marshmallow. Totally, it was totally that. Hopefully the car's still up on dirt. Make some goddamn s'mores. Fortunately, a big old truck with a winch showed up. Oh. Was able That's to pull nice us to up say about his lady friend <laughs> and that was like oh. midday the next day so up until that point so for a good we're almost low supplies oh, for a good so almost 24 hours up. we were almost screwed like we were just like oh i guess this is where we live now like <laughs> swiss family robinson <laughs> <is> such a, <laughs> like what's going on in his head that whole night you know uh, what I mean? Probably I screwed up, and I'm really mad because I have nobody else to blame about <laughs> this but my own dumb I'm, self. I'm picturing his mom like just looking over, and he's like, don't. Just don't say it. Oh. Don't say a goddamn word. Yeah, right. <laughs> I'm going to sleep in another tent. <laughs> don't I mean, open your mouth. Don't even say a word. I mean, I'd sleep in the car, but I'm afraid I'd drown. <laughs> Look, if it gets bad enough, we'll eat your kids, okay? <laughs> this is going to work out. <laughs> I mean, this is the guy who lit his, uh, lit his own hair on fire by starting a burn, uh, a burn in the back on a burn bar- barrel, adding gas to it, and foof. No, we came home. My full my, head of hair. Uh, yeah, eyebrows. My uh, my <laughs> my mother and myself came home to the entire house reeking of burnt hair. You know, burnt hair in the sink because he can't clean for himself or any of these things. Yeah, I've, I've told you about the guys. The time I could, uh, my dad melted the siding. It looked like like the back of my house had a stroke. <laughs> no. Yeah, man. Well, see, melting woman. I, I'm making this up. This is for entertainment purposes only. I am I am making this up. None of what I'm about to say is true. I'm only saying it to be funny. So make, make them up. Standard disclaimer. My right. My dad no, no, this is true. was basically <laughs> grabbing, I'm not going to say from where, but large amounts of wire, which he could then strip and sell the copper for to try and put my oh, sister I've, through school. I've heard theoretically people can do these things. Yeah. Uh, I, I sat allegedly. with a box knife and helped him on a few nights. Allegedly. This is yeah, all yeah, for yeah, entertainment yeah, yeah, purposes. For funds, None of this is true. Uh, this is a total fabrication. My father was 
getting his hands on large amounts of wire and stripping it, trying to put my sister through college. This is one of the things that weighed in on, though, when I was like, I want to play music anyway. I saw what the mom and dad went through. I ain't going to college. This is crazy. But um, he got fed up with stripping all this stuff back, and he thought, I know what I'll do. I'll dig a hole in the backyard, and I'll throw it all in there, and I'll set it on fire, and it'll melt. I don't know why this seemed reasonable at the time, but it'll melt the rubber off of the copper skipping and, skipping a couple processes yeah and, and seeing I, how I, this is going to work i out. can fish the copper out of there cut and, out the middleman and, and, and right. it'll be faster burn it well this backfired terribly man there was so much black smoke rolling out from behind my house that the damn street lights came on okay and it got it burned so bad and so hot that it melted the siding on our home Jesus. and the back of our house looked like it had a stroke <laughs> it was bad man it was bad my dad's buddy Keith Weddington got all worried and he was trying to get his car this was over by the the shop entrance he was trying to get his hot rod out of the shop and he got it backed in over the burn hole and they thought they were going to blow up the car and they couldn't get the car out and then he finally got the car out. I mean it was a whole ordeal and then of course what it created was this giant 400 pound meteorite yeah you know, just a glob so. of yeah. well wow. not anything you can yeah. sell oh that was just a tuesday at the cannon house man this kind of stuff <laughs> happened all the time i mean it's never happened because it's not a true story <laughs> that's right that's not a that's not a true story yes see my yeah. idiocy was kind of contained because i remember being, being a guy who would start not true being a guy who would start fires like a complete idiot yeah. when i was younger and literally doing it and starting a little paper fire on the side of my uh, my my grandparents house Right next to all of the, the the tar leftovers from a roofing project. Jesus, that's bad. Yeah, that is really bad. But fortunately, my grandma came out and you know because I hadn't been you know making any noise in a while, so it's like what the hell is? The <laughs> yeah, kid when children doing? are silent, something yeah. bad's going on. Yeah, they're lighting fires that could take down probably one or two or maybe an entire block. And then she's like, "What the hell are you doing?" And it wasn't the beating sort of thing; it's just being called an absolute idiot. Yeah. Unfortunately, she didn't tell my parents because that's when the beatings would have commenced. I've told you guys about Vicki Keplinger and my house blowing up, right? Your house blew up? Here? On the cast? Have I told the story about my house blowing up when I was a kid? No. I've never told this story. No. I don't want to waste anyone's time. You guys are sure? Vicky? Yeah. So I had a- I, had a, I don't time. think so. I, I, had a, uh, I had a babysitter, sweet girl named Vicki Keplinger, and Vicki had a cleft palate. Did she make palate. snare drums? No, okay, no, but, Ke- but we love that Kepi very much. But yeah, Vicky, Vicky had a cleft palate. So, so, but she was my babysitter and she was rad. And we lived in Forest Acres, West Virginia. And my dad had built uh, a big ass homemade air compressor. Because as long as I've been alive, there was always an engine shop. As mm-hmm. part Now it's an external building, but it was always part of the house, man. So back then, uh, the garage was on one side, and the rec room, as it was called, was on the other side, and the couch was right against the wall that shared a wall with the garage, et cetera. Mom and dad, I think, had gone out to some fancy dinner. It's better if you get my dad to tell the story, but I can relay all the, the details. So Vicky and I were just sitting on the couch watching TV when the house exploded. The house, the house blew up. So Vicky grabbed me. Uh, actually, she ran out of the house first, and she realized that she left me inside. Jesus. She runs inside, grabs me. She's barefoot. It's West Virginia. There's like two feet of snow on the ground, and she runs up to the Shanholtz's house, which is a pretty good stretch. There's a big chunk of woods between my house and the Shanholtz's house. I think I've shared the story about the big tree in the middle of the woods, and the, we talked the kid into pooping out of the tree, and he fell the tree, <laughs> land his own poop. I think I shared that story on the cast. Well, you just I? did, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> That's a good story, too. <laughs> I, got, I, got, I got good stories. But... um. 
anyway, what had happened is my dad had built an air compressor, but because it was homemade, it didn't have an automatic shutoff. You had to remember to unplug it. Mm -hmm. Dad forgot to unplug it. Yep. So anyway, this is where it's better if my dad's telling the story, but they were, I think they were, they had done a fancy dinner and then they'd gone to a friend's house. They're now at the friend's house. The phone rings and, hey, Roger, you got a call. You know, hello. Hey, Roger, it's Vicky. Hey, Vicky, what's going on? Your health blew up. What? Your health blew up. The house blew up. <laughs> so, so, so let me get that right. <laughs> yeah. My house blew up. Yeah. He's like, the house blew up. She's like, yeah, your health blew up. Where are you? We're at the Sandholters. <laughs> Not in the house. Yeah. <laughs> Is it on fire? <laughs> I don't know. Could you go look, please? <laughs> so Vicky puts the phone down, goes out and looks. You know, what a conversation. Comes back. It's not on fire. Okay. <laughs> Yola, and I'll be home shortly. Thank you. <laughs> Priority yeah. blow. It's, it's already up. blown up. It's great when you hear my dad tell the story. He just says, is it on fire? <laughs> <She's>, <laughs> Let me check. She said, I don't know. <laughs> Could you check? <laughs> so, yeah, when that thing blew up, dude, it blew the couch we were sitting on across the room. It blew the drop. We had a drop ceiling. It blew the drop ceiling down on top oh, of us. Jesus. Upstairs, it blew every cabinet in the house open. It blew all the beds, like, up out of the frames. Wow. It blew all the windows open. We had a baby grand piano, and it sat on these wooden casters on a hardwood floor. It blew that thing up in the air. It was out of the casters. <laughs> it blew the pictures crooked in the frames. Meh. So the picture frames are crooked, but <laughs> every picture in the house... Singed. The pictures were crooked in the frames. <laughs> yeah, it blew the pictures crooked in the picture frames, dude. But uh, yeah, when it blew up, Vicky ran out of the house. Of course, she's outside barefoot in the snow when she remembers, oh, God, that's right. Glenn is still in there. She went and oh, dug me out. Jesus. Dude, and, you know, televisions back then all had a picture tube. It blew out all the speakers in the TV. Done. So when, when dad wow. walked in the house, you know, the TVs were on and people's mouths were moving, but the TVs yeah, weren't there. making any sound. Jeez. <laughs> See, this isn't things that, yeah, these are things that I like to hear about when I'm buying a house right now. Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah. Your house just, isn't like a cannon house, just, man. It's don't different. invite Vicki Keplinger over. It's different. No, no one's ever cooked pistons in your oven, man. Like, it's, no, it's different no, in my no, house. and I don't think they will. Yeah. I hope. Dude, I like this summer vacation story on the Reddit thread. Seven years ago, someone called the cops because they thought my dad, I was my dad's child bride. More recently, though, on, oh, a, man. on a trip to Comic-Con, oh, my mom got into what almost escalated into a physical fight with someone dressed as a troll who tried to cut in front of her in line. Well, no buts. Till your mom beats up a troll, you haven't really lived. So true. How much of a creepy perv does your father look like in order for them to assume that you're the child bride? Maybe very skinny and has glasses and looks like Woody Allen. That's rough. Right? <laughs> Rough, that is man. a weird conversation to have. Yeah. Sir, what are you doing with this Or woman? what kind of leaps of logic does a person have to make in order for that to be like, this is what's happening yes, across from me right now? man, I, I got to blame the uh, the observer on that one because right? if I see an old guy with a young girl, I don't immediately go, he's diddling her. I mean, my I mind, go, he's rich. <laughs> either, either, yeah. Like, well, like yeah, if they're making like, out, oh my like God, 20. that guy's loaded. That yeah. guy's loaded. Yeah, the okay. guy's loaded. And, and if not, if there's a huge age discrepancy, father-daughter, I'm just going to go yeah. there. Or grandfather-daughter. Even when I had moved to Arizona to be with a girl who was my age, uh, around 21 at the time, and she mm -hmm. ended up dating a 50-year-old guy at the same time, I still wouldn't 
even I have even though I have that preconceived notion, I'm still not going to be looking at anybody else's situation and thinking that. Yeah. It's just nuts. Yeah. yeah. I blame the observer on that one. Mm-hmm. Shame on you, observer. Shame. 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 Let's do some voicemails, emails, and text messages. Yeah. It's one of these mails. Shall we I think there's a cowbell right at the yeah. end. Cowbell. I'm <laughs> stoked to see Anthrax. Uh, obviously, that's who he's inspired by right there. Mm-hmm. Uh, part of Pain in the Grass. Pain. They'll be doing Friday, August 24th with Slayer, Testament, Napalm Death, Lamb of God, and probably some other really loud band. <laughs> that's creeping up, man, <laughs> yeah. isn't it? It is. It's really right around the corner because then the next day, Bruiser Brody gets to kick things off. So if you're going on Saturday, make sure you get there super early to come cheer on Bruiser Brody. Yeah. We'll be on first. And then later on in the night, Glenn and I, well, uh, some of the are going to get the jam with us. Yep. They're so lucky. <laughs> so unfortunate. So you guys just sit in the shower every once in a while and you're like, Oh, yeah, I get to do that. That's amazing. Stone Temple Pilots are going to grab Steve and I out the back of a Vega and beat us viciously by <laughs> yes. the side of the freeway. <laughs> like, and then, play! How did you guys screw the song up? <laughs> I don't know. Help me! Help me! I just kind of wanted to play it fast. As your mom still just looks ahead. Straight ahead. Shakes her Cold. Cold. Be great. As it's all falling apart, they're looking at us like we're crazy and we just bust into this. As we all bob our heads in here. <laughs> what if Glenn just grabs the mic and just starts doing his own song? <laughs> he starts doing his own lyrics. What do we just don't bring mind up me, Brody. I'd like to develop a new friendship, not get beaten up in front of 30,000 people. Solid point. Dude, the guy started rapping Vanilla Ice uh, lyrics over the verse. And it wasn't even Ice He Ice unplugged Baby. Jeff Goot's mic and just started. <laughs> he was doing the ninja rap. All right, stop. Ninja, Collaborate ninja, and listen. Ninja. Go, ninja. Go, ninja. Go. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, I'd forgotten about that. Man. That'd be amazing. Do it. All right, let's check out the voicemail and let's see what's going on. My boss is like in his probably his 40s, maybe his 50s. I don't know, but he's got old people smell. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just this. Is this Vicky? <laughs> old people like smell? Old, is that BJ? Gross. He's been, like, I don't know, in a closet for tongue, and he wants to get really close when he talks. Mm. I have boundaries. Like, I don't need to really be that close with anybody, and it just smells awful. It's like, it smells, he smells like my grandmother. And oh, I'm thinking, I know what, you don't take a shower? I don't understand what it is. Or maybe it's just that his clothes are so old. I don't know. It's so gross. House hunting wow. has made me remember the scent of a house that was built in the turn of the century. Hoo-ha. Yeah. That is that old person's smell. It smells like mothballs and worthers. Like yes. Alcohol and band-aids yes. or something. A combination All of the All of those things. And at one point we went into a house and we're like, God, it smells like mothballs. And we looked up and there was literally a giant dangling pendulum of mothballs. We're like, Oh, yeah. Yep, not, not taking yeah. this house. Yeah, I'm cool. Yeah, we're good. Did you, in your search for a home, did you ever go into a home to look at and uh, the homeowners were still in there? Um, multiple times. That is so weird. Like it, sitting there crying, please don't make it. Dude, one leave. time I went in there. I like they, this place. They were cooking <laughs> dinner. It was like an Asian oh, family. Yeah. And it smelled amazing in there. And I'm like, why are you doing this? Like, you knew we were coming. Unless you're going to serve. And, 
and then the grandma of the family was on a treadmill. And I'm just like, <laughs> I'm looking at it's, it's super cruel. That's how they power their home. <laughs> you know, they just put her on that thing. You know, like, and she's up there just marching away, the death march. Gotta you know? do it. The Bataan death march, bro. Grandma Hanser. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. Uh, she's still gonna... useful, dude. What it's is... an honorable death. <laughs> we need to make some dinner. Get on the treadmill. One of the first places that we went and checked so out. So awkward, though. It was, but the guy, the guy was super awesome. He was a merchant marine who was uh, basically selling his house to go build his own, build a new house. Okay. And so he was just giving the tour. And showing everything off. And this guy, he built classic cars. I think it was the picture that I sent to you, Glenn. Oh, yeah. Of that car in the garage. This house was beautiful. It just didn't fit what we needed. Gotcha. But he gave us this cool tour. He wasn't being weird or anything or nothing strange. See, that's cool. Yeah. yeah. It's kind of awkward when, like, the realtor that, uh, that I'm with and she's uh, asking some questions. And, you know, it's kind of like... He's not necessarily afraid to answer, but he's formulating an answer that isn't going to be like, make you run away sort of right. thing. Now, are those blood stains? Uh, no, that's motor oil. Yeah, right. exactly. That one, you're like, wait a minute, but there more out there? But it happened when this motor oil broke into my house and I needed to show it who's boss. Why are there hooks in the ceiling over your bed? <laughs> and then there was another Have you ever one? seen the movie The Cell? If not, no questions oh, need wow. to be asked. There was one that uh, it was a mom and her two oh, kids. Oh, hold her- on a second. Whoa, I just got an email blast. What does that email just say? Oh, where it went. Uh-oh. I'm not even kidding. This is so freaking weird and I'm sorry to interrupt No, you. no, no, go ahead. This email just came in. Florence and the Machine... Confirmed North American leg of global tour. High as hope out June 29th. How weird is that? They're playing Key Arena on Ooh, really? The email just came out about Florence and the Machine, and we've been playing that damn hook all show. That's why they heard it. The they second heard the message signal. down. Oh, second message down. I want to say, Steve, I've got an issue with Glenn. We need to keep him out of the building. When were you going to tell me that he sent you that? Crap, I didn't mean for you to see Jesus, that. Jesus, dude. I'd like to see Glenn. I think he meant for me to. <laughs> Sorry. Uh... <laughs> oh yeah, so the other the first off, I definitely <laughs> right, want to yeah, go see I want to go see I want to go see Florence. Um but the other one that was a little Yeah. <laughs> That's so weird, man. Like what's that going on weird. in the universe? Hopefully good things. <laughs> and then uh the other one was it was a mother and her two kids, adorable little like, you know, like under 3 sort of kids. And, so uh, obviously a mother yeah, daughter yeah, bride thing. Absolutely. Right. And then the three <laughs> and then like there are three cats. And nice. They were traveling with the putties or the putties were in the house? Uh, the putties were in the house. Okay. And it was it was one of those houses that it didn't necessarily meet what I wanted in my mind, but it was doable. And then we went and saw the, uh, the house that I'm going to buy next, so that went out of the way. That was that. But I, it was like, I'll take this house if I can keep one of those cats. <laughs> I really like the cats. <laughs> that cat's really cool. One cat took to me and it was great. He's like the Blues Brothers. He's like, how much for your little girl? <laughs> I'll buy your damn house. Your women. I want to buy your women. How much for the little girl? But you want yeah. this house, you give me that pussy cat. That one was really weird, though, because you got, you know, toddlers kind of following you around, and then cats following you around, and we're trying to figure out what's going on, and, like, the little girl's, like, asking questions, but it's in, like, three-year-old toddler speak. You like poo-poo? It's not even that. It's just, <laughs> and Michelle's just, like, responding to the child, like it's saying something. Like, no, I Michelle, like don't engage. Don't engage. And I'm like, you're never going to finish talking with her because now exactly you've engaged and uh, now you're a friend you've made have a you ever friend. written the word shift with poo poo <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm here to take your bedroom and all your dreams little girl but you and your st- mom are moving into a tent city down in Occidental <laughs> oh, how do you feel about that <laughs> it might have happened 
But that was one of those things where, yeah, we ended up putting in an offer for our house so quickly, like day two, and we got it mm-hmm. of our searching. We didn't have a whole lot of Good awkward interactions. Oh, man. The Linwood home, when I was looking for a house in Linwood, that was where all the crazies were. It was just nonstop walking into people's houses. And you're like, what are you? Can't you just like leave the house? You knew where it was coming. It's not like as if I just showed up un- unannounced. Like for a day, we had this appointment set. Can you at least tidy up or something? They're like something? sitting around their underwear watching yes, TV. Yeah, pretty much. Oh, Might have the underwear, sweatpants. But yeah, you know, kids <laughs> running around, food's being made, the house is a mess. I'm like, I don't want this house. Yeah. This, this is weird. This I'm is just, not working. Like I can't even visualize how this house would be nice for me. Yeah. Yeah. We got a text that says, I would totally buy a shirt with the radio tower MIG symbol. Please yeah. let us from last week. Please yeah. let me know if you're taking orders. I will pay $50 for one if Damn. you get Lulu to sign it. I know she's super busy, so no problem if you can't. Yeah, I don't know about the Lulu part, but I could probably get you a shirt if we ever make them. Lulu's very different. Got to get their sh- Tony and I were talking about those shirts the other day, man. Got to get those shirts. I'll work on it. And by work on it, just when it happens, remember you need X amount because people are going to be like, dude. Oh, absolutely. And we'll dude. pay. We'll, they, we'll happily 100%. pay you for mm-hmm. them, man. Let's check out another voicemail. Oh, you can leave us a voicemail, 253-271-4787. That's also where you can leave us a text message. after we did it. Hey, it happens eventually in Gmail at themigscast at gmail.com. We were talking about diapers and my exploding house. You like popo? <laughs> you like popo? Hola, gentlemen. Hola. Glenn, Rev, Steve. It's us. Josh. Got a couple things. Just finished listening to the Migscast. A couple things I would like to say I appreciate one Glenn don't come on man don't ever apologize for going into your car stuff as a fellow car enthusiast it's kind of nice hearing somebody else talk about things that I have similar things I've struggled with with my own car so oh my god dude you could just put out a podcast about car stuff and I'd listen all day because you get it and I love that you get it I feel your pain man and then uh, second the whole gene thing in Star Wars Am I not wrong? Was this not a long time ago in a galaxy far, far away? They hadn't come up with denim yet. Oh. Whoa, no jeans in Star Wars because Levi Strauss wasn't like, I got an idea. But they still have vests. (laughs) Come on. Maybe they just haven't gotten to jeans yet. They haven't discovered the awesomeness of jeans. That's all. And then, oh, well, when are they going to have an episode where they find the, the Star Wars episode seventeen? <laughs> there's, <And> there's one <laughs> denim. Yeah, there's Dawn one of the denim. There's one denim dealer on Tatooine, and they're yes. like, it's the only one in the entire galaxy. So, sm- so Solo was like, he's like a Russian smuggler, man. He was always running people jeans. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. probably get you some of those Hudsons on the cheap. <laughs> Glenn, a not-so-cool thing. Now I've got to try and scrub my brain of the the mental image of Keith Richards finger-blasting anybody. Yeah. Oh, sorry about that, dude. Yeah, sorry yeah we that. went and looked at some pictures of Keith Richards. His fingers are definitely not yeah. He will never be a proctologist. Everyone left this room upset. I was like, have you seen this? And I found several images, and both Rev and Steve were, were, were very quiet when they left the room. Yes. They're <laughs> abnormally know. weird. You know, I'm like, I'm going to tie them up, give them acid, and make them play patty cake with Keith Richards, man. They're just, yeah. It's like it's like sticking like a giant like ball and then a twig and then a ball and yeah. a twig. Yeah. And it, yeah, yet he can Ugh. still play the hell out of a guitar. But yeah, I've never seen his his fingers. Like, you'd think he couldn't even play the instrument anymore. It had to have been just for the years and years and years of doing that. I mean, I'm right because I don't know. like I don't know. I don't see other people having weird fingers like that from playing the guitar. How many rock BB stars? BB King doesn't have weird knuckles. Then again, I haven't looked up BB King's knuckles. We should have called our band BB King's knuckles. 
That could be the name of the new Bruiser Brody record. It sounds like a sex joke. It man. does. Uh, while you're looking that up, uh, Rev, someone has a question for you, so why don't we right. yeah, multitask? Yeah, yeah. Uh, love the show, but I need some advice from the Rev. This is from Jeremy. Since the birth of our child, my wife and I haven't seen any movies. We finally have a day off, and daycare is paid for, so we're thinking about seeing a movie, uh, and we're torn what to see. We're thinking about the Infinity Wars, but we haven't seen Black Panther yet, or Deadpool, or Solo. We're sci-fi fans, but we haven't been impressed with the Star Wars movie since Rogue One. What are your thoughts? Didn't we read that oh, email last night? Yeah, you did. I did. Yeah. What did no, you that's say? okay. Let's continue this d- um, debate. I said, if you haven't seen uh, Black Panther, you should probably go check out Deadpool, I haven't seen Solo yet. People are saying that it's good, but if you're not really interested, like, I just go see Deadpool. It's fun. It's gory. It's disgusting. It's hilarious. It's lewd. So if you have an issue with... Uh, don't bring uh, your kids. Yeah, don't bring your kids, but they got the babysitter, so that's good. So if, you, if, if you've seen Deadpool 1, you know what you're in store for, and I would go see that. I uh, was part of what we talked about last week. Was <laughs> I was su- I was supposed to go so see Solo over the weekend and come in and tell you guys whether or not it was safe. So what'd you think? Oh yeah, I literally lacked the courage to go see Solo. I was too nervous that they had just screwed it up because the Last Jedi is such a hot mess. I heard mixed reviews <laughs> about Solo too, and so I went and saw Deadpool two, and it is amazing, isn't it? it? Is killer. Okay. I highly recommend Deadpool two. As Since a- then, though, for a couple friends that I trust have told me. Solo ain't bad, and that's what I've heard as it ain't well. Bad. My question for you is: I, I know you're you're con- you're kind of comic book adjacent. You know of comic books, but I don't think you've gone too deep into them. Uh, off titles like a real yeah. Grimjack. I followed Grimjack. I was a Grendel guy. It was m- mainly the Marvel titles. Mm-hmm. They weren't gory and brutal enough for me. So it's kind of like I never played Madden football. I always played like Manhunt or, <laughs> or Resident Evil. Yeah. You know, I'm that. So yeah, yeah. That's what did you think of Cable? Oh, I thought they did. I thought that was cool. I yeah. thought that was really cool, man. I love what they did with this character. And they made it, they still were able to, even though Cable's so, I don't want to give any spoilers, but the guy, he's kind of brutal and straightforward and tough. Yeah. I thought he looked great. I thought all that was dope. But they were still able to inject humor and he was, via the Deadpool character. He was a good straight man to Ryan Reynolds' absolute, absolute wacky Bugs Bunny of a character. Yep. Absolutely. Yeah. You need that. Yeah, I thought yeah, it was killer. Absolutely. You really need someone like that. It's funny. I reread an email, and I'm not sure if I read it. Yeah, I almost just said end. three spoilers <laughs> when you said, what did I think of Cable? I was like, oh, you know, it was really cool, and I'm not going to say anything. So this weekend, we, went, we watched a few movies. We watched Game Night, which if you haven't watched yet, that actually is a really fun, well-done movie. I expected it just to be a dumb comedy of a couple going on a game night, but it turns out it's got like a fun story to it. There's people getting murdered. Is that with Jason Bateman? Yes. Okay, yeah, yeah, it's I remember that. It's actually really fun. I've heard it's good. Yeah, I was pleasantly surprised. I thought it would be fun and mindless, but it actually was fun and had a good story to it. It was well done. And then we watched a movie called Sleepless. It came out a couple of years ago. It was on Showtime uh, with Jamie Foxx. Oh. It's about his son gets abducted. And, you know, it's basically, Le- it's, it's, it's taken, but with a kid and, and with Jamie Foxx with a boy. It's, you know, basically okay, the same yeah. kind of thing. You know, I'm going to save my kid. Um, get to the end, maybe 15 minutes are left in the movie. My wife finally looks and goes, you know we've seen this movie already. And I go, no, we haven't. She spoils it for you? No. Oh, we get to the end, finally, uh, the final scene of the movie. I've now sat through an hour and 40 minutes of a movie. <laughs> and the final moment at the end, when, when everything gets resolved, I remember. I'm like, huh, you're huh. right. Oh, yeah. We have seen this movie. This must not have made much of an impression <laughs> on me the first time. And I'm like, well, why'd you let me sit through the whole movie again? She's like, well, you seem really into it. <laughs> I was. <laughs> 
what's great is in three months, you'll be like, dude, have you seen Sleepless? You'll be like, no. No. <laughs> Who's in it? So it's not just the mixed cast. You do this across everything. Hence why I sucked at Doug Loves Movies when we were doing the podcast. Dude, what's terrifying is you when, were good at when that. he started you were reading decent. that. You were entertaining, man. Oh, I thought I sucked. No, you were really funny. Oh, thank you. I thought I was so bad. Uh, that dude. Really? Okay, so. Yeah, I'll, I'll just bring it up because the dark days are over. It seems to be the theme of this podcast. <laughs> that night, Steve ended up hospitalized. Sent me into a mental spiral. Really? Re- yeah, I just did not feel comfortable up there. I, I don't know why. I didn't think I was doing a good job. I'm, I'm happy to hear that. And I've got a lot of nice people who have texted yeah. and tweeted, said that it was super funny. And people from, like, a buddy that's a wrestler in another state that sent me a message going, bro, I didn't know you knew Doug Benson. That was awesome. But I... I was just in a weird funk, and then I made a mistake. And it's an incredible documentary, and I feel bad like saying, "Don't watch it if you're in a weird headspace." But don't watch it if you're in a weird headspace. It's uh, called Bipolar Rock and Roller. Mm-hmm. It's a documentary about Mauro Ranallo, who's a great commentator for UFC or for MMA, not UFC, boxing, and also WWE. But he battles bipolar disorder, and he made this documentary with the blessing of Showtime. They put it out to kind of break the stigma of mental illness. But what it also shows you is a guy going through some really bad stuff. Oh, my gosh. Like, he has had cameras on him since he was younger. And some of the footage that he has of him, it's, it's, it's really very, he just pulls the cover off and says, here, you're going to see all of my flaws. Wow. And it's heavy. But it's a really great documentary. And you walk away from it like, wow, this guy is just putting his best foot forward all the time. And when he's at his best and seems at his most comfort is when he's on a microphone. Mm-hmm. Like that's when he's at his best place. And I, I kind of find parallels to that. And then when the microphone's off, it doesn't matter if he knocked it out of the park. If he was, and he'll read, at one point he's reading tweets and he's yelling at the tweets like, F you, you don't even know, Damn. like you're wrong. Like, I don't, why are you saying these nice things basically? And oh, I know wow. what that's like. Like there are times where I'm like in my own head, granted, not to the level of, more Ronaldo. I mean, I'm not trying to even come close to compare, but it really does kind of get you to start. In, you start getting way too introspective about your own stuff, and then I read a tweet because I missed uh, Defy. I had some other stuff go on. I just couldn't make it. Is that um, why when I t- tweeted you the other day, I just said, "Steve, man, I love you, bro," and, and I was you like, sent me a picture of a pile of feces. Yes, <laughs> yes. Your opinion means this to me. Okay, so I did just saw a moment to interject some you nonsense. Like, you, like please continue. you like poo poo? You like poo poo poo? <laughs> Don't but lose track of what you're saying there. It was but really it's funny good. I'm because sorry. like I was like, you know, I, I missed Defy and I was really bummed that I missed it. It was in Portland. I just couldn't get it. Oh, a- I figured you had just gone because you were uh, talking about us. Uh, I couldn't do it. It was mm-hmm. just stuff going on in my life that I couldn't make it happen. Yeah. Uh, but I was bummed I missed it. And then, of course, I heard uh, my buddy Randy Myers, who's a wrestler, he filled in. So he was not only wrestling, but he did the announcing, which is awesome. And I saw some of the clips. And I'm like, God, I'm mad I missed that. But then again, if I didn't miss it. You would never seen that. He would have been doing it. So I feel like it was kind of cool that I missed it because people got to experience a guy that's so entertaining on a microphone, not only wrestle for them, but also show off his personality. But then I get some people, and I know they were joking, and they, they, they meant no harm, but people were like writing, Randy Myers, greater than Steve Miggs. Yeah. You know, uh, not for nothing, but I think Ma- Randy was better. And I And these are people that I know don't mean any ill will. But it just continued to send me down this spiral of like self-loathing. I started with the Doug Benson podcast. So it's funny hearing you say complimentary things because I was in a rut from that. Then I'm in a rut from missing the Defy thing. I'm in a rut because I feel like people thought that it was better without me. And then I see this freaking Moral Renal documentary 
Now I'm just done. Yeah. I'm like, and it's a Here three are weekend. the dog days. I right. saw Steve's house, and he was out back digging a hole. <laughs> he oh. was nude. <laughs> and then I'm just going to bury him. Did you talk here. to him? No, I just left. I was scared he's digging a hole for me. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm watching this documentary, and it gets to the end, and I'm starting to tear up because it's it's just powerful, and it's emotional, and I'm, I'm, I'm kind of feeling myself at times and what he's going on. And then my wife, who always gives me a jokingly hard time because I'm always getting emotional watching movies. Like, it could be the dumbest movie, but if there's, like, an emotional moment, I get a little teary-eyed. Yep. She's watching this documentary with Steve. She looks over at him and says, God, I wish you were as well put together as this guy. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> Steven, if only, if, if only you had your S together as much mean? as this guy. What, what do you mean? <laughs> I'm sorry, bro. <laughs> <laughs> so she's watching it in the kitchen like a good wife should while she's making our meal. Damn no, right. I'm kidding. <laughs> That's awful. I'm joking. I hope people know I'm joking. She had to get away from the fart, guys. Yeah, right. But like she hears a quick sniffle and she's like, Are you crying? Because she thinks it's funny that I get emotional. She doesn't she doesn't mean it ill will. But now I'm like now my wife's laughing at me because she thinks I'm... <laughs> so this oh, is God, all... Steve. I've had that. Oh, yeah. my Damn, gosh. Dude, it's a perfect storm. This is this is a journey inside my brain. No, I really get it. I think Justin and I both probably yeah, really get absolutely. it. absolutely. We really so get it. So I bring up the dark days. The only reason why I'm bringing this up is because then as I'm going through whatever, I'm like, you know what? I'm in that rut. So why don't I keep finding reasons to be more in that rut? So I decide, let me go on Facebook and read comments about me or messages. Oh, like, no. So that's like, in my head, in my head's like, don't do that. He's like an intellectual do cutter, dude. Yes. Yes. He is. yes. He's like an intellectual when, cutter. Like any other time when I'm in a good mind frame, I stay away from that stuff. But when I'm in a dark place, I want more stuff to make me feel worse. It's like, why am I doing this? But I got to say, I'm glad I went there because I found, I got a, a message that it applies to all of us. And it was, it, it, it helped get me out of that rut. Cause it's like, nice. it's funny when people always say our podcast helps them deal with whatever crap they're doing with. And I always say this, and I don't know if people... Truly I thought know. I was a loser till I listened to those three. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and now I realize I'm not even the fourth biggest loser. <laughs> so I, 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 I... Oh, man. A lot of people will say that. Like, we help them through their, their dark days. And I always say, you have no idea how much you help us. And uh, more selfishly, me. I know, I, I think I speak for you guys, but I... Mm -hmm. I I think at times with the love we get from the, the oh, listeners, it's really special. It's man. truly special. It is. So this is a great example of that, and I, I, that's why I wanted to bring up all that. It's not to make anyone feel bad for me. I'm fine, and it's just those. Yeah, are the, actually, you do seem really solid today. You seem yeah. like you're in a good mood, bro. Yeah, those the, the, those are the roller coasters that are in my life, and it's always going to happen. You're not alone, brother. You're exactly, definitely not. Man. And. So this guy writes, he says, my name is Cheyenne Longfox. I live in Rapid City, South Dakota, uh, oh. and I went to school in Olympia from 06 to 08. Been a fan of the station ever since then. Just want to drop in real quick and say I really dig the content that you do uh, for the MIGS cast, the Megacast, as well as Bruiser Brody. Uh, I'm actually disabled as a result of having cerebral palsy. Uh, I've been, I was in a wheelchair until I was 17. I'm now 32, and I've been on a walker for about 15 years now. As you can imagine, that comes with its own set of challenges, but I want to let you know that everything you guys put out uh, is something positive, and it's awesome for my day, so I thank you for what you do. I'm a motivational speaker and a writer, and I do gigs out of Seattle, and every now and then, it's actually kind of my second home, so thank you guys for what you do, and please give the Rev, the entire morning crew, my best, and Glenn as well. I'm a huge window pane fan. Uh, peace and respect sin sincerely from Cheyenne. P.S. If and when there's a MIGS Fest 3, Definitely let me know. I will absolutely fly back for, fly back for it. Killer. Man, that's really cool. Right? 
It's I just like, want to say, too, Cheyenne Long Fox. Yes. You've got the coolest name I think I've ever heard in right. my entire goddamn life. Right? It's an amazing it's name. It's a badass name. As soon name. as you read that name, I was like, that's killer. Like, like he needs like thunder and explosions every time he introduces yeah. Cheyenne, Cheyenne Long Fox. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah that, that just blew me away, man. Like, no, no, I'm not trying to be funny. Like, I, I heard that name. Yeah, that's a badass name. That name's effing be a, killer. Be a great porn name. Whatever Fox spelled differently. Porn name, rock star, actor, yeah. astronaut, whatever you want to do. But <laughs> Cheyenne Long Fox is like, yeah, straight up. Replace the O with a U on Long Fox. The last O. <laughs> oh. Oh. No. You. Well, thanks you. for the nice message, man. It's and then and he left us a voicemail as well. Oh, okay. Which is yeah, pretty cool. Because I was going through the voicemails and I heard the guy talking. And I'm like, oh, man. Dude, for, like I said. Cheyenne, you have no idea how much that I, I said. The yeah, message, dude, thank you. And I said, hey, and I almost got emotional on him. I'm like, he doesn't even know what's going on in my head. I don't need to get that weird. But like, I wrote him back like a beyond thank you, thank you message because it was like you have no idea how much this message means to me. And I don't yeah. think he really realizes how that helped. People me. often don't. No, and sometimes man. I'll reply from an honest place. I literally, it was a good friend of mine. It wasn't that long. I was like, man, I bumped you the other night, and you didn't seem like you're doing that good. Just want to check in and see if you're okay. Mm-hmm. And I made the mistake of being like, well, actually, and I sent a goddamn novel. Yeah. <laughs> and TLDR. Dude, no. yeah. Like, he replied <laughs> no, like, it's not good. Yeah, he replied like, oh, my God, dude. Uh, and then I was like, you know what, man? <laughs> I'm actually having a better day today. <laughs> I got sad. all that out. I feel great now. Well, I straight up got into the sometimes I can't tell what's real. I mean, I literally I went down the rabbit hole yeah. of the things I experience. And like, I know he probably got that reply and went, Holy uh, what? Oh, <laughs> yeah, dude. Wow. So I know what you mean when uh, you're like, your knee jerk is to, I'm going to respond from an honest place. And then you're like, you're, the logical voice goes, no, 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 no. Right. Don't just be like, you shouldn't do that. You thank shouldn't you. do that. Oh, yeah. you did it. Yeah, thank you. Oh, Poor Cheyenne Long Fox. He just oh, you did he didn't that. need oh. all that information. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you don't understand, Cheyenne. The guys in the little white suits show up at Steve's house, you know, like, how are you doing, this buddy? Is for your, we're helping you. We're yeah. here to help. It's just a three day stay. Don't worry. So, the worst part is once they incarcerate you, when you tell them you're not crazy. <laughs> yeah, here's the problem. I think everyone tells them that. Oh, no, dude, I'm a guy that they wanted to commit. And I was like, I'm feeling much better. <laughs> they weren't buying it, man. It was a very, you're, you're it was a dark a, day. <laughs> you're, you're, you're holding a black balloon while you're saying yeah, this. I'm feeling to... much better. I'd really like to go home now. Yeah, they wanted to commit me, man. <laughs> yeah. They were going to take, they are going to send me to the clay duck factory, man. I was going to learn some basket weaving skills. Nice. And, yeah, I mean, not nice. I was going to have some quiet time for a couple months. You know, oh, me and my man. buddy Zoloft, you know, dude. <laughs> okay, I'm sorry, Steve. The, I'm so sorry. Man. No, man. Play the voicemail. That's what I mean when like, not only do the listeners help me get through my ruts, this podcast, just us doing uh, this helps me get through my ruts. Cheyenne, it means a lot, man. It, you so let's hear, you. let's hear from Cheyenne though, via ta- voicemail as well. Hey, what's up? Steve, Glenn, Rev. My name's Cheyenne. Long Fox. I'm telling you, right? Yeah. Yeah. I've been a fan of the station since, uh, well, I went to school in Olympia from 06 to 8, so ever since then. <clears throat> anyway, um, I'm uh, disabled, used to, uh, until I was 17, was in a wheelchair, I'm 32, been using a walker ever since that age, but a lot of those days and a lot of those years can be attributed to... Uh, the great cast that you guys put on. Um, Glenn, I uh, 
The first time I ever came across window pane was that uh, show where you guys were direct support for uh, Candlebox. Oh, um, yeah. And I had no idea who you guys were back then, um, but been a fan ever since. I play at least one window pane tune a day. Nice. Wow. Um, and I just really appreciate everything you guys do. It definitely helps me get through the days, and uh, I'll keep an ear to the cast. To hopefully find out when Mix S3 will be, because I seriously will fly all the way back for that. Wow. So, peace, love, and respect to you guys, and yeah, later. Thanks, bro. Super cool, really cool. And if we, if, whenever we figure out Mix Fest and what's going on, Shane, if you come out, you're you're our guest. You don't yeah, even have to worry oh, about purchasing tickets. Man. You know, hell, if you, if if you can. Well, I, I'm sure Bruiser Brody will end up playing. Spoiler alert. <laughs> really? Cheyenne, you will. Spoiler alert. Migs you, might be at Migs Fest. Yeah. <laughs> you know, Migs Fest 1, Migs wasn't fully at Migs Fest. That is true. Right? You spent most of the time in the party, but. Oh, I was talking like, uh, mentally. I was oh, in yeah. another world. Well, yeah. Man. And that's, well. You're up somewhere with Cookie Puss, man, plotting the future. <laughs> cookie Puss. The return of Cookie Puss. Two fingers in a wormhole gently probing the future. But Cheyenne, if you do make it, and if you're able to, let's have you introduce Bruiser Brody on stage at Makes Fest. Oh, damn! If oh, that'd do. be dope! Yeah, yeah. yeah if, 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 I'm assuming we'll do it, although it would probably be at a different club uh, uh, due to some things that are going on in the world. We'll have to, we'll have to talk about that. It's yeah. been on my mind because as summer looms, then so does fall. Yes. And kind of... The, <laughs> wow, hey, look at that. I don't want to be that obvious, but my brain works that way. Like, oh, dude, is it June yet or is it still May? It is June on Friday. Yep. Man, yeah, see, so <laughs> almost, I was the like, time to start right locking now. down no, a venue not. is actually kind of now. Okay. Um, we, should, we should spitball some dates. Yeah, and spitball then, some dog. clubs, too. Yeah, yeah. Figure yeah, out what to do. Yeah, we got to stay in Seattle. We got to go south. I wish it comes down south. Makes it easier on me. <laughs> we should just set it up at Rev's new house on a yeah. flatbed. Yeah, we'll do it outside at Rev's house. Wait, Wait. no. We'll set up a flatbed in front of Crazy Lady's house, and we'll put Migs Fest 3 on there. There yes. you go. There you go. Rain or shine. I'm in. Dude. Bring your umbrella. Yeah. Yeah. Let's do it. There's a, there's a lot that used to house a meth house right next Perfect. door. You can just park it, pull it up right there. The grass is a little high right now, but I'm sure if everyone's just going around stomping it, will well, it'll smoosh it down. I started a new project with your other neighbor. He's fronting the band. We're called Evil White Boy. Nice. Mm-hmm. It's more of a thrashy thing. He yep. just kind of screams. Yep. But, uh. Uh, yeah, yeah, we're doing that. We actually have a clip of uh, your first song. See, everyone is missing the fact that as soon as that goes up, we all, all of us start dancing. Yes. That's I keep thinking we should get some GoPros and start that's so filming much, this that's show. It's so, so much work. There's a lot of physical, <laughs> there's a lot of physicality that occurs. It'd be great if we could do that and just put it on Twitch or like, something. I've yeah, seen yeah. Steve dance more times yes. than anyone should see. Well, right. actually, Rev, how many times have you seen Steve, Steve dance over the years? Um, Actually, because he does it a lot during the morning show. I do. Yeah. There are he, times they catch me, I'm in the room by myself and I'm just dancing. Just boogieing down. I don't ever dance at a club unless I'm on my and that's never, maybe. Uh, <laughs> that's never any. That's more, for entertainment purposes. Not. That never happened. <laughs> right. That was, no copper wires have been sold. No Molly was consumed. Everything is good. I, to say, I think back about all these great stories that I want to share eventually over the. I need to just make notes, but share these stories. But how many of them going to have to say, like, by the way, this is for entertainment purposes only. This is not true. 
Because I've been involved with and exposed to a lot of really illegal ads. That's almost every stripper story I've shared on the air. And then my wife will text me, Stephen. I'm like, hey, it's just a make up. I made that just up. Poor, just fine. Glenn scribbled fun. that in one of his notebooks. That yeah. totally never happened. Yeah. I'm in this reality. It's all make That whole in this reality, it, it, I keep thinking about it. When Steve read that, we're looking for a movie to go see email, it took me a second. Because I don't know if you guys experience deja vu, but sometimes mm-hmm. I experience it very, yeah, very severely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I don't know what to, I don't know what conclusions I draw from that. Uh, Glenn, that's a glitch in the matrix. The uh, programming is changing. Damn straight. But uh, when he first read that, I was like, wait a minute. Well, I Did just that thought, really happen? I thought it was just somebody else asking for a recommendation yeah, because no, we've man. done it before, and I was like, "Well, it kind of sounds like that," but I think it was a little bit different. That's so funny. And well, you know what's the funny thing is, I go through the emails sometimes, I forget to delete things because I, I know a lot of times we never get to some of these voicemails, emails, or text messages. So I never remember a week later. Hell, I don't remember did. a movie I watched <laughs> with my wife until the very ending. I just sat through an hour and forty minutes. I love that it's so memorable that he's enjoying it as a new film. Oh, right? I thought it was I'm, the best I'm not, movie. I'm not interested. In seeing it now because obviously steve he he like was awake he slept walk through it we, once. it's a great film the wife movie? And the, the wife I and i it. did that with uh with a comedy special and it was i think it was like maybe like john mulaney or something and it was just like oh yeah this is a good one blah 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 have we seen this before i don't know in about a half hour it was finally one bit that i remembered yeah. It was like, oh, yeah, we have seen this. Let's watch something else. Tanya, we do that with Bar we, Rescue all the time. So we like <laughs> so many series uh, and movies. Series and movies. It's a glitch in the Matrix, man. <laughs> See that black cat go by? They've changed something. <laughs> but uh, it's hard to keep track. Her and I often do that. Oh, that's right. We turn this off 10 minutes in thing. You know? Well, I love on Comcast. They now have, like, it'll say watched yeah. on some of the stuff on the on demand. But sometimes they don't. And I'm like, I feel like we've already seen this. That's what, but it's is not telling me. me that we did or didn't. See, we 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 have uh, just Netflix, Hulu, and then I've told you guys about the herpes sites that I go yep. to. Yep. You know, yeah, like get my, that, my computer, get that laptop clean. Oh, man. that laptop is just a festering oozing. I've done that. <laughs> that thing is like, dude. Oh man, I've done that penicillin with, in the world for my laptop. I've man. done it with NFL. It's a John streams. Holmes of laptops. Yeah, I'm you. I've had to look up NFL streams because I don't get normal television <laughs> because of like the value that we're in. So I can't watch like actual football on like CBS or Fox. So I'm like, I'm going to click on this and it's like, get rid of all of these pop-ups and maybe this will show up. Oh, now I'm infected. Sorry. Yep. Boom. Sorry, your laptop just got new. Sorry, is, honey. Is Ryan the Beard still out there? He is. Can you wave him in? I want to give him a shout out. <laughs> I was like, what? I'm actually just waving at him. Hey, Ryan, take a look. Ryan. Hey, Ryan. 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 Ryan the Beard. No, this is Ryan. Ryan. Come in, please. Just hanging out, hanging loose. What do we got going on? Ladies and gentlemen, it's Grab Brian the Beard from Metal Shop. I wanted to bring you in because I wanted to give you a quick shout out and congratulations on all the awesome write ups and success and, and great words of wisdom or wisdom. All the great things that have been said about your band Pound that just recently put out a song. Oh yeah, man. It's it's been a really, really incredible week. We uh our new music video and our new song just debuted on the co- front page of Decibel Magazine's website. We got a great write-up nice. on Metal Injection. Dude, I have friends from the East Coast that are metalheads. You know, I grew up, obviously, a big metalhead. Totally. And, and, and that, that was all my friends. And, and a few of them have posted your band <laughs> talking about how I don't, it's like, I don't understand what's going on, but I really like it. This is insane. This is like math rock, and this is this, and this is that. Yeah. Like, it's... 
And I'm every time I've written several times. That's my friend Ryan's man. <laughs> I know that guy. So dude. Proud, I know that man. guy, man. Yeah, that's, that's awesome. It's it's really been great watching people try to pigeonhole us into one thing or another, mm-hmm. and watching them just fail to do so. It's two bands it's playing great. at the same time, basically. It sounds <laughs> it's like five genre. Ha yeah. ha. Yeah. Thanks for trying. How do you describe <laughs> Pound? Ah, uh, ooh, that's rough. <laughs> yeah, I, I have a hard time doing it myself. It's a, it's a two piece, all, all instrumental two piece. Uh, I play a baritone nine string guitar, and my drummer plays two drum kits at a ninety degree angle, and rotates back and forth. And it's uh, it's really spastic, mathy, a lot of grind influences, D beat, sludge. We we pull from a lot of different influences, um, but the music wow. manages to be very cohesive and not choppy. So the the genre blending is all done in a very organic way, and it, it took a very long time to kind of learn how to do that. I know it's been fun. Like uh, over time, like you'll come in, hey, check this out, hey, check this out. It's kind of fun to watch. <laughs> it evolve and now to see it it's right. out there for the world to listen to i'm looking at even some of the comments already got over three thousand views on the youtube page for right. your single is it just called xxxx well we've been all these all the song titles are uh are visual representations of our favorite rhythms in the song <laughs> since this is a very rhythm based band wow and plus i thought it'd be funny to watch people like yourself who work in the industry try to describe our songs <laughs> yeah <laughs> the song titles are all just this song is this song is called X period dash 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 X period wait X period dash 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 period X period dash 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 period X period dash 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 period X period dash 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 that's the name of the song. That's amazing. I'm looking at the comments. One person's just like, uh, "This slams. I worship this headache core." The, uh, <laughs> cool. My favorite comment that I've seen so far and. Uh, I- Quick side note, we have haters now. We have people who actually don't like my band. Yes. And I, Stimulated yeah. people. It is. It's it's great because I never thought that anybody would care enough about my band to actively not like it. Right. So it's <laughs> awesome. It's, it's really great. And this, uh, this guy posted a comment. He just said, man, I can't tell if that drummer's listening to a click track or if he just kicked an old Volvo down a staircase <laughs> and he's trying to play the sounds that he heard. <laughs> But it's definitely a challenging sound. Yeah, it's it is not uh it is not music that you can just dive right into. It definitely takes a couple of listens and uh it's it's a it's a musician's band, is yes. the way I like to describe it. It's it's a band made for for music people, people who are really into the nerdier side of music. Gun, have you heard it? No. All right, I'm gonna I, play are you geared up Is to it press cool play? if I play some of uh X period dash 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 period X period dash 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 period X period dash 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 period X period dash dash dash. Of course, awesome. So uh, here on the mix cast, here's the world premiere of X period dash 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 period X. Okay, I'm just I'm not, all right. It's pound. And what's the website for people? Oh, uh, pounds.bandcamp.com. You can also go to Silent Pendulum at Bandcamp. That is our label. And we're doing a very limited run of screen printed. I saw the video of that. It looks uh, cool. Vinyl records. Yeah, Ooh. it's very, very cool. We wanted to do them old school style and each one will be a little bit unique. Cool. Uh, because the the nature of the screen printing yeah, process. Sure, yeah, sure. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, let's check right. it out. Here we go. This is Pound, Ryan the Beard. Awesome band. I'm curious to hear what Glenn thinks about all of it. The video is awesome too. Go on YouTube and just type pound a bunch of X's and dashes and you'll find it. <laughs> or pound band.
when I hear it, I picture um. Do you remember Get Him to the Greek with Jonah Hill when he's listening to the Mars Volta? You oh yeah, 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 and he's yeah. doing his hand thing. Like, ah! <laughs> this kind of reminds me like this. You need yeah, like yeah. Jonah Hill just in the middle of this video, just going. It's, it's like a proggy thrash Primus. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what else to say. And I'm there a Primus go. fan, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's your pull quote. I'll say I like this a lot better than Animals as Leaders. All right. I'll take I that. I do. Wow. I think what you're doing is cooler, man. I think it's so awesome that you're getting so it is much. Ac- it's accessible, though. Like, I can sit here and bob my head. I'm not yeah, just sitting yeah. here confused. I mean, it's accessible, dude. One of the guys from Gora told me a long time ago, the groove has to come first. Yeah, no doubt. No matter how techy you are, groove comes first. I don't even know how to begin to start, like, writing this song. <laughs> Does it start with you both in a room together? Or are you like, I got this, now figure out how to play drums to it? Mm. It usually takes me a week or so to kind of figure out what I'm doing guitar-wise, and then I'll take that into the digital world and kind of map things out a little bit. Okay. What, are you, what are you plugged into, man? What was that? Oh, I'm, yeah, I keep forgetting you're not on cans. What are you plugged into? Oh, uh, I'm plugged into two Pharrellans. No kidding. Pharrellan cabs, too? Uh, no, Emperor. It's a, a 6x12 and an 8x10. Really? <laughs> Oh, now he switched to the other drum set. It's so cool, man. So freaking cool. Congratulations. I, yeah, this you. is cool, I, man. This I, is I, really yeah, cool, I dude. keep meaning to send you a message, and it's been like really fun to see all the pub and press you guys have been getting yeah. from some really reputable metal magazines, online stuff, yeah. too. It's nuts. We just had a Cloud Kicker, one of my all-time favorite musicians, recently shared our video and said some really nice things about us. Uh, Felix Martin recently liked our page, and he just got done doing a tour with Mike Portnoy. Nice, just, yeah. Yeah, so we've been getting all kinds of awesome things right and left. Uh, ah. The video just came out uh, three and a half days ago. We've been averaging a little less than a thousand hits a day. Nice. Yeah, the video is cool. Whoever, it's simple, but it's mega effective, dude. Oh, that's my buddy Mike Kane yeah. over at Counting Coop Media. That dude crushes it. Really yeah. good friend, and he he really, really knows what he's doing. That's, it's really cool, man. Filmed at the Showbox really Soto. Cool. I didn't yeah. know that. Very cool. Yeah, shout out to uh, all the good friends at uh, at my other place of, of work uh, down at Showbox, and they, they really stepped up to the plate, let us use their beautiful, wonderful venue to get, yeah. we, get done what we needed to get done. Yeah, you know? man. Awesome. It's really cool. And I know, congrats, I saw you posted something about getting a new gig as well. 
Yeah, uh, I am now working for a company called The Collective Agency in Canada. And for a long time now, I've been wanting to get more Canadian bands down here doing West Coast rounds up and down the United States. There's a lot of small towns and communities that would love to have more music and more bands coming through. And there's a lot of bands that would love to be playing more shows and getting on stages. And Mm -hmm. I have the resources at my disposal to kind of make that happen. And so I'm finally taking the steps to get that pipeline going so that we can have a better connection between Seattle and Vancouver. and. The rest of the Pacific Northwest. Yeah. Uh, more cool. bands on stages, more bands in front of audiences. It's nice. Everybody wins. Yeah, no doubt, dude. Well, dude, congrats on everything, man. I'm, yeah. I couldn't be happier. You're it's one a, of my favorite people, and just to see good things happening to you is, is, is beyond well-deserved. It's it's a good week. Excellent. Somebody might throw a coffee in your face when you leave the building today. Yeah, you know, well, you're bound you for know. some bad luck. Yeah, yeah, it'll, it'll bounce out a little bit. <laughs> so when are, when are we going to do a Pound Bruiser Brody show? That's my oh. question. Yeah. Should genre I don't know. Yeah, we should. I like more, that. Why not? Yeah. More, more mixed band bills. You know, we were, we've always talked about that on Metal Shop about how the coolest bills are always the ones where you'll have like the metal band and then some ripping country band comes on and plays. And then just the more eclectic and the more mixed up, the more people get exposed to things that they And they tend to be before. really supportive of it too. Like, I, yeah. Window Paint over the years has been part of some bills where it's like, you're doing what? And it's like, nah, man. And honestly, dude, we always get killer feedback and everyone's really cool and fun and. It's great. Everyone gets exposed yeah. to something else. Well, I mean, know? I think yeah. about myself. I'm not like pigeonholed to one style of music that I like. So yeah, if, if totally. something's good, I'm going to enjoy it. And even if it's not like something I would go out and buy. Mm-hmm. Like, like maybe I'd be like a big fan of Pound, but I go see Bruiser Brody and we're playing together. And you're like, okay, this isn't necessarily what I would buy, but I'm enjoying seeing these guys live. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. We played a show with a, a really, really mixed up bill uh, down in Bend, Oregon. There's this band that played uh, called Zorlak. And bunch of young, bunch of young kids, <laughs> and they sounded exactly like shellac, like old school shellac. Like, yeah. and they were really hit that noise rock vein. They, right. they nailed it. And I talked to the kid afterwards, and I just said, "Dude, you guys sound exactly like shellac or like some Thurston Moore project." And the kid just goes, "Oh my god, I, Thank those you. are my favorite yeah. bands. Like, how the hell do you even know about those records, yeah. man? That's right. so cool." I played it on Guitar Hero. <laughs> That's a lot. Sad. It's sad. <laughs> How much I've heard that though. Like, man, I'm a big fan of them. Oh yeah, how'd you discover them? Guitar here. I'm like, I know. I am old. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Good Damn. Luck. I'm good old. Luck. Good luck doing advanced uh, with pound and oh, guitar here. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to watch people's heads explode. So again, it's uh, pound.bandcamp.com where people get more information. Like I said, if you just, I just typed in pound band and it was one of the first things that showed up on YouTube. You could watch this video. We'll put it up on the. Throw it up on the Mixcast uh, mm-hmm. Facebook page so people can watch. It's it's very unique and different and awesome. And, it's cool. Man. And I'm I'm I'm, yeah. I'm I'm it's so, I'm such pride when I see people who are just sharing it because they just came across it and they don't yeah, know yeah. you. They don't know anything in Seattle and to see them just geeking out about it. I'm like, oh, I actually know the dude that's in that band. And I remember talking to you quite a bit about. Hey, check out the video. It's, check out this and. It's we're real, almost about to put it out. It's real organic hype. Mm-hmm. It's finally starting to happen. Yeah. yeah. We're very excited about well, it. Congrats, brother. Yeah, thank you, man. Much appreciated. Awesome, awesome. All right, we're going to roll on out of here. And I, I, thank you, Ryan. Cheers, brother. Yeah. I think we're following you out the door, man. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> He's not on cancer. He has no idea what's happening in, in our heads. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's cool, man. I'm so happy yeah, for him. Yeah, so I, when I saw him walk by, I'm like, crap, I keep meaning to bring it up. And now I have a good chance to do it. So check them out again, pound.bandcamp.com if you want to get your mind blown. Blown! Cloud Kicker sent me here, and I was not disappointed. That's just a comment. 69 people like it. Clown Kicker. 69. Yeah. Yeah.
All right, anything coming up? No. No, How not nice really, no. that? I don't think so. From from May to yeah. June, things are a little smoother. The window pane's playing the big ORV fest. Oh, I saw that was coming up. Oh, uh, yeah. that's going to be dope. It's um, like June, June 9th. 9th. I'll get more info and properly promote it. Okay. Uh, and then, of course, my blues band's now been added to Red Festival. Dope. So I'm stoked about that. And I'll be at Red Festival with the new originals. Why it going to be there? Yeah, uh, they're headlining. I'm mean, yeah. stoked for that. Uh, Window Pane's vinyl release party. That's probably already out in the. Oh, bummer. Out in the world. Oh, but, uh, oh we're back. Crocodile. Window Pane's official vinyl release party. You can get the vinyls online, but this is the official, hey, look what we've got. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, a lot of stuff going on in the Window Pane camp that I'll be sharing in the near future. There's been all kinds of stuff I haven't been able to talk about. But um, I think uh, we're going to be back in the studio again, maybe within the next couple months. So, uh, really? Yeah, there's a, there's a whole fireball of activity in the windowpane camp. So come on down. Uh, you might even hear some new music. We're working Whoa. towards that. Well, if you uh, need a tambourine player. I know. <laughs> I'll, I'll show you a as good as you one. Don't, you don't leave your shakers in the car again, man. <laughs> For me, um, just a bunch of wrestling stuff coming up. Obviously, this Friday, it's 3-2-1 Battle. That's going to be a lot of fun. Finally getting back into the Battle Palace. I'm excited for that. So nice. come, come join us on Friday night. And then next Saturday, June 9th, 6-9, baby. Defy is going to be back at Washington Hall. So that'll nice. be a really good time. DefyWrestling.com for more information about that. All right. Rev, you got anything? Nope. Perfect. Because we're running out of music. True. Stay positive. I'll pull this pinto over. That's right. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.